We back. Want to get the hey. Granny Podcast? Yes. Episode number four. Yes. <laughs> Episode number four. I'm so excited. We are. We are still here. Moving. The momentum is the same. We're not changing. Um. Let Let's Let's talk about. You know, a little recap on the last episode. You know, h- how was the responses on that? The responses was great. I got a lot of questions. I got a I got attacked though at at work with some some of uh, my stand. I got called sexist. Uh-huh. I got called a conservative. Mm-hmm. I got called show. Could you grab grab it grab it the source? Yeah, I got called. Oh, I literally got yeah. I got attacked over I some of my that. views. I could def- I could definitely see I, that. I, someone even said I don't. I li- and I live in California. They said I should be somewhere. I should be in Baton Rouge somewhere. Right. With, with, with my views and my ideas. I mean, I I, I could definitely see that because you you were you were really <laughs> adamant about your views, and I was just like, okay. I mean, you know, that's that's why we're here to challenge each other. But I definitely disagreed with you on. A lot of things, but a okay, lot of that's, things, and that's fine. I get yeah, that. I love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that's But here. I also had a couple people say, "Hats off to you, my brother. Keep going." Uh, you know what I mean? And I was like, "I'm this. sure you." Yeah, sure, <laughs> little ego strong right there. Um, but that was a great episode, and now we are here. And this 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 episode is is important. Very um, important. needed. This conversation is so needed. Um, and before we get into it and introduce our guest. You know the election is coming up. Yeah. The election mm. is coming up. How how do you feel about the state of of the nation right now? Like what's going on? Vote 2020 is big. This is crazy. I've been in since so back and forth with it. This is arguably no, forget it. This is probably the most important Man. election of my of Man. our lifetime. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Whether whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, whether you believe in politics, yeah. whether you don't, it's very important for us to get out and exercise yeah. our right please, to vote this time. Please, it's please, please. Like, whoever you vote for is whoever you vote for. Do not vote for Trump. But whoever you vote for is whoever you vote for. But, I, I, like, I'm, I'm tired of having this argument with my people <laughs> about Biden and Kamala. And so then, therefore, I'm like, you would rather not vote. Yeah. And just lose that because you have your stance against Biden and Kamala. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I need Trump to fucking go. <laughs> yeah, right. You, <laughs> you know, know. You know what I feel like with that. I feel like you know how you go in the house. Sometimes the house is just crazy. Every it's, yeah, it's a, it's a wreck. Yeah. Dishes everywhere. Yeah. Everything's just filthy. You know, it's it's so bad that you don't even care who did what. Yeah. You just want to clean house real yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. Start mm-hmm. over. That's what we have. That's we it. I said, we I gotta said, get him. We gotta get him nap. out of there. America needs a nap. Okay, yeah. we America needs to be single for a minute yeah. and just heal because it's just a it's a it's a lot it's a lot going on. And I think for me, it's just making me very uncomfortable with how Trump is in this office. And 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 what's crazy is like I've had discussions with with 
friends and and yeah. guys that I know who are in a situation when it comes to Trump and yeah. he, they're benefiting off benefiting yeah. from Trump like yeah. oh with taxes and money like oh no I don't agree with Trump Trump is is about but I'm getting money yeah. you know and it's so it's just like okay and even when Trump was talking about how he wasn't going to sign the stimulus bill yeah. until after yeah. he got elected so I'm like y'all motherfuckers really just going let that twelve hundred dollars <laughs> yeah, get y'all. Yeah, no, I'm like, come on. If you do I, that, you you definitely sell me your pussy yeah. for forty dollars. <laughs> period. Yeah. That's how I feel. And, and then it ain't. <laughs> it, it, did, it did too. It don't matter if you the. You might be the. You might, like you take NBA player. They might be the exception to the rule. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're talking about the progression of our people, we can't. We can't base it on the exceptions. You nah, gotta look at. Nah. I may I may be fine in business, but then I got aunties, uncles, cousins. Friends, oh, absolutely! You gotta that. think so about. You gotta, we gotta be responsible. We have we have to yeah. be responsible. So get out there and vote. It's early voting right now. Exercise this, your this right. Exercise your right. I don't want to hear it. Make sure you guys look up the props and the measures because they are just as important. But transitioning into all of that, let's talk about how. All of this is making us feel mentally. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that are losing it right now. Mm -hmm. um, depression is at a is at a all time high right now. Unemployment. People can't take care of their families, and it's just causing people to 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 lose it. Yeah, and, and and we and we we actually have an expert, you know, in that <laughs> department yeah. in here to kind of help us with yeah. this subject because yeah. um, I, I, it's got to be a hot topic in everybody in every barbershop, every salon, everybody household. You it know, has to be. mental health, and it seems like it's um, I, what I was what I was talking to you about talking to you about off the air was, do we think that this is something new, or do you think that research has just grown and like we able to kind of like a, the we a lot of people were going through things years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now maybe that we have the studies, we had the research, we had the things, okay, this is mental illness. Yeah. And it wasn't recognized years yeah. ago. Or do you think that uh because of the emergence of like social media and things of that nature, is that those things are making things worse? Or like what's going on? What's why is why is mental <sighs> Let's Ooh. talk to the expert. Wow. Okay. So before that, though, let, <laughs> let me introduce her. Um, so yeah. I have, we have a special guest that is joining us on the One Against the Grain couch tonight, this evening. And I'm so thankful, Aww. so thankful that you took your time out to Absolutely. come. And um, I'm just going, I'm going to let her do her thing. Kay, she goes by the Trap Therapist. And Clinician K on Instagram. Clinician K on Instagram. <laughs> um, the Trap Therapist. But yes, welcome. Welcome to One Against the Grain. And thank, thank you for, 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 for yes, taking your time out. Fans. Yes. <laughs> thank you. So tell us a little bit about, for people Ooh. who don't know, like a little bit of your background. Mm. <laughs> well, with the, the time that we have, I'll just say that. I am um, definitely an advocate for all things mental health. Um, I am a first-generation college student. I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am a niece. I, I definitely, I'm from the hood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where you, we get trap therapists from. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am a trap therapist, and what that means is that um, I'm just a mental health professional who looks like you, it yeah. looks like, you know, been through some of the same things you all have been through. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like you just said, mental health has been around. Yeah. I don't really use the term mental illness just because, you know, the stigma 
that goes with, right. you know, all gotcha. of that. But Six. we can talk about yeah. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely use mental health. Um, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm just an advocate. I am uh, an advocate for all things mental health, for black mental health, for um, strengthening black families, mm-hmm. um, helping families recover mm-hmm. from all things uh, that our generations and our ancestors uh, definitely endured and um, how it impacts our lives today. Yeah, I've been on this uh, mental health road for all my life. If I, if I sit back and think about it, yeah. um, just father in prison, you know, grandfathers yeah. in prison, yeah. mom murdered, all Sounds that like stuff, the norm you know what I mean? And so I got yeah. stories and I know that, you know, our community, our families, especially our generation, yeah. we have stories. And so that's, that's what I do. So what, so out of all the things that <laughs> the, all the, all the professions, you're a college graduate, what made you be like, you know what, this is the work that I want to do. Oh yeah, I knew I knew something was wrong somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I knew something was wrong uh, deeply. Um, I knew that um, I ran track hey. when I was younger, um, and come from a family of athletes, football and track, you know. And so um, when I would travel um, as a young athlete, I would see black families, and I would have an opportunity to be around these black families, and they mm-hmm. act nothing like what I grew up around. Yeah. And so it, just human behavior, I was so intrigued. I asked, I was that kid that got in trouble for asking so many questions, and so that's what I did. I, I realized that there is a there's something different. Yeah, there's something out there that is different, and what causes my family or the people in my community to yeah. act, respond, receive messages the way that they receive them. I just became intrigued by human behavior. Yeah. So, so the, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and just trying to find the explanation for why people are behaving the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember, I remember like when I was in school, like elementary school, it'd be like, you had a bad kid in class that was mm-hmm. like super, just just always acting out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we would just think, okay, he was, he was just the bad kid in yeah. class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now they, they have diagnosis for yeah. things that. And I think Absolutely. what is it called? Is it uh, AD- so many things? So, so, okay, so, so many yeah. things, so, and you know, and so many things. Yeah, so okay, so that's so when I asked that question earlier, I wonder is this is it. Is this, a, is this something new or has this, like you said, has it been going it's on? Been or just, it's been around. Thankfully, I'll say social media, The re- you said research. You said yeah. has the research increased. And I think it's not about the research increasing. It's about the, the, the amount and the number of African-American professionals going into our field okay. and going into the field of mental health, psychiatry, mm-hmm. all of those things, and just making, um, sh- shining the light brighter yeah. on our community, yeah. um, taking away a lot of the uh, DSM diagnoses and things like that, um, that culturally we just mm-hmm. don't, you know, we just don't fit that mold. Yeah. And because, you know, a, a child from a affluent neighborhood responds to trauma a certain way mm-hmm. and a child from the hood from yeah. you know the projects mm-hmm. uh, wherever in any city there's a project uh, there's a project there's a low-income area mm-hmm. and that child is going to respond differently mm-hmm. and based on how they respond they d- they can't they just they just can't fit one diagnosis uh, gotcha. and so yeah. gotcha. it's it's just the light is, is shining brighter on gotcha. our community on how resilient we are. And earlier I definitely said how, um, being curious to how we um, as African-American people, um, 
respond and behave, but it was really about also how resilient we are. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's deep. So it's important. It's important to get to the bottom of, of these things and get to the root of these problems instead mm-hmm. of just forcing prescription meditation Absolutely. down people so we can really find Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I got you. I mean, I, th- I feel like... Um, and, and when it comes to mental health and, and like, our the, our the black families and how we raise our children, really? um, can you speak a little bit on that, Kay, Ooh. and just, like, how, you know, like, things that are considered normal in the, in the black family. Is it normal, mm. you know? <laughs> Is it normal the way we discipline our kids, the 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 way that a lot of mm. black black men, black little boys are, are – are taught to not cry, yeah, no. taught to be strong yeah. and, and walk around like nothing is wrong. But you have a lot of these black men, a lot of these black little boys that are hurt, been holding on to all these mm. things. Now they're grown up into 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 men and still mm. holding on to trauma and things that they've been holding on since they was like three Ooh. years old. Black women, too, you know, just us in general. Ooh. So yeah. how do you how how do you like? Can you talk a little bit about mm. the black family? Talk about a lot. Yes, come on, come on. But we use the word we use the word trauma a lot, man. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. been is 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 that every human being right going goes through things from you know that's a lot of it is part of life, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's tra- is it becoming cliche? Is it becoming something that's overused, Ooh. or is this just is this? You know, is this really, so. really real or is it a case by case? Oh, it's really thing? real. It's, so real. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. really real, yeah. but okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm going to mm-hmm. try and tie that in to mm-hmm. what, uh, what Shayla just brought. <clears throat> taking, taking it back to the last part of what you said about um, men mm-hmm. or boys growing up. At disconnected from their emotions, disconnected mm-hmm. from intimacy, growing mm-hmm. up to be men, mm-hmm. boys mm-hmm. and young girls uh-huh. growing up to be women who yeah. also are disconnected from their feelings as well. Yeah. So if we take this word trauma mm-hmm. and we think about that, mm-hmm. we have children, we have um, young adults, we have all types yeah. of, you know, across the age span. This is this is all just an example of somebody who has experienced some type of trauma okay. and they didn't understand or have the resources to be able to um just allow it to work itself throughout their life or work through whatever it was that they went through. And so it's just how we hold on to the experiences that are sort of meant to break us in a way. And so um, these young men, thankfully, there are so many initiatives right now, like, you know, Dope Dads, like Black Father Initiative. Alameda Mm -hmm. County has a, Mm -hmm. you know, fatherhood initiative. There are so many uh, organizations and groups, social media as well, that are trying yeah. to push the narrative of what it means to help our children connect yeah. to their emotions. Yeah. We were once children, yeah. and now as adults, we were once children yeah. who didn't have the generation before us yeah. con- help us right. connect to our emotions. Yeah, and so that's yeah. unsustainable. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's not going to help these young men or young women become. Yeah. Um, their best self. So yeah. it's just really about how unsustainable it is. And people see that and they, yeah. you know, and thankfully the decline of that, yeah. there is a decline of a lot. I know it's hard to believe at yeah, times yeah. when we look at social media, yeah. but the amount of men who are disconnected from their feelings, the amount of women who are disconnected from their feelings, it's, um, it's declining. It but really is. And, 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 and I, I would agree with that 100%. And I, I know, I know for myself growing up and mm-hmm. I know for a lot of, when I, you know, talk to a lot of my friends a lot of black households you um there's a thing where it's like you hear it all the time 
don't take my business out of here. Don't tell my mm -hmm. business. Don't tell. So what goes you, on here stays we'll here. Stay. Mm -hmm. So you grow up like not learn. Like you don't open up. Yeah, it's one of those things right. you don't really learn. You don't really grow up learning how to be transparent and how to mm -hmm. talk mm -hmm. about um, things or be mm -hmm. you know, showing emotion, mm -hmm. like she said, like mm -hmm. Ursula said earlier. Yeah. But just. Like a lot of people don't know how to um we 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 learn to show highlights and give our friends and families uh not family but our friends and we yeah. show the world highlights we don't know how to when i'm going through something how to really go to a person and be like and kind of because we worried about being judged yeah at the yeah. Same you, don't, time. you don't know how I, that's, know that's how. real you don't know how until you get to a point where it doesn't help you anymore right right yeah. right yeah. You, you're right. gonna get you're gonna reach that dead end you're gonna reach that place and stage or phase in life where that no longer serves you yeah, yeah. and that it's when you can be real with yeah. yourself as a man yeah. and it's when we can be real with ourselves as women and say yo that's just that yeah. that ain't that ain't doing it for me anymore yeah. and i we say we I, we I, we use a term i say we as a you know trap therapist as a community yeah. on instagram uh, thanks to dilicia um she created trap therapy but um we can bring in you know, hooks or songs from, you know, Lil Boosie or, yeah. you know, yeah. you know E-40. Yeah. We bring yeah. that type of stuff yeah. into the therapy room and yeah. we're just, you know, putting these lyrics on, you know, on the table and saying, Facts. how does that, how does that resonate mm -hmm. to you? Like you know, you can't feel my struggle, so you don't know my hustle, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. know what I have been through. Yeah. Like yeah. that type of stuff is like an avenue, an outlet to get somebody to really pour yeah. out. Yeah. What's not really working yeah. anymore? Yeah, and and, and think I think is is I think it is getting better. The message is getting out there, and people are we starting to get a little bit more open with things because like it, it's getting to the point where, like you said, it's not helping. Yeah. When it's not helping yeah. anymore, you gotta you know do do something. I get a lot of calls from you know like my homeboy called me last night and said, "Hey, I'm about to pull up. I just need to holler." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I'm starting to get that. More, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When that, when at first it was like you're creating mm -hmm. a safe space for you, them. You know what you I'm know? saying? And yeah. they see and they and also they see you. They see what you've been through. They see you doing something different mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. because they're not even going to feel like you could understand where they're coming from. Yeah. yeah. If you weren't doing something that showed them, man, he got to understand what I'm saying or he Absolutely. got, he, somebody sure. got to understand sure. and you're For that sure. person. For sure. Yeah. And so in, in a way, you know, that's, that's their way of finding something therapeutic. Yeah. And, and that therapy is that therapeutic moment was through you. Yeah. yeah. And I also think like when, when Brownie was talking about how, um, how, our community, our people tend to mm. um, be more afraid to be expressive because of embarrassment. And that's when I want to talk a little bit about social media and what that mm. has caused, <laughs> um, because the crackhead is now a joke. The person mm. walking down the street talking to themselves is not a, is now a joke, turned into a meme. Mm. And so people um, are afraid to speak out. Um, for instance, I remember watching a, a, a video of Tyrese breaking down. He was crying. Mm. And if you read the comments, it was laughing oh nigga, really? he's soft and all of that and so people tend to be less open because yeah. it turns into i don't want to be a joke but yeah. they're really suffering behind closed doors that's yeah. why you you see you see all of a sudden so-and-so may have killed themselves right. or they was going through something yeah. because right. they portrayed yeah. themselves as something else because it's this pressure yeah. mm -hmm. it's this pressure of social media of, of like no i want to look like i have it together mm -hmm. once that's let me take this picture let me take this picture in front of yeah. this car yeah. Yeah. with yeah. with my yeah. gucci belts yeah. with my whatever and let yeah. me look like mm -hmm. i have it 
together because if I don't, then people are going to respect me less or they're not going to think or they're not going to look at me as, you know, I'm not going to get as many likes. Yeah. You know, and the likes thing, it's starting It's starting very, very young. Um, yeah. I was talking to a friend, and um, we were talking about, you know, plastic surgery, right? And how just it's getting younger yeah. and younger and younger. 15-year-olds um, are now going to the what? doctor wanting to change their appearance and yeah. get a bigger butt or a, a, a one. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. What did I see this at? It's called something where now these kids are wanting to make their appearance look like the filters. What? Because oh, they're so consumed. <laughs> oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. If you yeah. haven't seen a social dilemma on Netflix, you need to go that's, see that. that. Was but a, that was that part was of the plan. An, that though. was an incredible piece. That, too. Was, wow. an that was an incredible, an incredible piece. piece. But um, how do you feel like a social media um, becoming like the strong force that's creating a lot of depression and and I mean, mental health issues? It absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's it's not you know questionable at all. Yeah. But it's it's just really when I think about someone that young. Yeah. Even an adult. Yeah. Who who's around you? Yeah. <laughs> who's in your corner? Yeah. It's a big nobody. difference between a fraud and an imposter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. An imposter takes on the uh, thoughts the stories, the narrative that someone else someone has else, given yeah. them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. someone thinks that they don't deserve to be where they are. Mm -hmm. Someone thinks that they didn't do work hard enough mm -hmm. to get to where they, you know, mm -hmm. where they are in life yeah. or that they aren't pretty enough or that yeah. they didn't do enough push-ups. I yeah. don't know, but yeah. it's just, it's a difference because when you are a fraud, like you're, act, you're actively going out yeah. to, you know, manipulate a system, some people, to yeah. show up and act like, but then, but then again, when you say like these these young women, mm -hmm. young girls, adults, you know, whomever across the age span, they're going out and they're yeah. trying to um, become someone mm -hmm. that they believe will receive yeah. um, certain yeah. behavior yeah. from yeah. other people, yeah. right? Like you know right. what I mean. And yeah. so it's like if someone at fifteen believes that uh, manufacturing or manipulating their body yeah. to look the, look a certain way, they have told themselves that that's going to give them something yeah. that isn't within that's or missing. that they right. aren't receiving. Yeah. You know and, and yeah. A lot, yeah. And a lot of times it's just uh, when you see things that, like that, they the caption will, will say something like it'll be something different. It'll be completely, <laughs> like, it'll be something profound, but the picture don't really match the caption. Mm -hmm. So then yeah. you, then it, but you just look at it and it like reeks, of, of you can just almost see all the issues they're yeah. going through, all the things yeah. they all the yeah. things they're struggling yeah. with. Yeah, and then and then also you know another element of of social media. What we're we're talking about and how we were talking about voting. I'm gonna mm -hmm. merge into Mr. Yeah. West right now. <laughs> um, in our communities and 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 when I was referencing how we make everything a joke, mm -hmm. but you know we were raised that that's how that's how we go, get through our pain, right? Oh, yeah. we, we laugh a lot. Oh yeah. Um. But how do you feel because, you know, there's this, there's this canceling culture. Like, we cancel everything. Mm -hmm. And so a lot, of, a lot of our people are like, let's cancel Kanye. I will never. And yeah. I, I could never. I, I have this, this empathy towards him. I think it's because, horrible. Absolutely. I think it's Because horrible. I know that he is, like, he's hurting. I, I don't know what it feels like to be a a superstar 
to mm-hmm. that level. We, yeah. we don't know. We can just yeah. sit back and, and just yeah. expect him to, to be normal, right? Yeah. But when he has his outburst and he's crying and all of Ugh. that and we're turning it into a joke, like how do you feel when it comes to, to that situation? And and I also think that when it comes to, to black people and just us in general, we're just taught to like, get over it. Like, Shake yeah. it off. We strong. Strong black woman. Yeah. Strong black man. Like, you don't got time. You don't have time yeah. to be breaking down. So mm-hmm. how do you feel about the whole Kanye West situation and mental? We got something. Yeah, but see, part of that too, part of that <laughs> yeah, too yeah, is yeah. the way the public see, people see celebrity. Of course. Oh, yeah. You oh. know, a lot a lot of that has to do with, you know, how we see. Uh, we don't, we don't. Put him we, on a pedestal, you yeah, we don't see celebrity as as human. human. And over the yeah. years, and like and like I said, I've been privy to some different you know situations. Mm-hmm. But majority of my one of my best friends, I call a brother, uh, Draymond Green. He's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of my friends are celebrities, and I'm able to see the human side of it that a lot of people aren't privy to. So Absolutely. I really so when I see things of that nature, like I know that people um, go through things. They they feel the same emotion that we feel. They they uh, is, go through uh, uh, same issues, uh, marital issues. Uh-huh. They go through issues with family, financial issues. They're yeah. juggling the same things that mm-hmm. we do, but I don't know if people know how to connect with that. I think people just see once you're a celebrity, you're in the public eye, well, not, you're open to criticism. So, yeah. you know, I gave you a little bit of background about, you know, mm-hmm. my lifestyle, and I've been privy to some of those same arenas, yes. um, athletes, mm-hmm. musicians, et cetera. And it's not that the celebrity the celebrity status, it's the money status. You got mm. money. You're not supposed to let anything bother oh, you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, the answer, money right? thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can be a local celebrity. You can be a hood celebrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And if somebody yeah. see you on Instagram crying, they're going to check yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. all that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What you, you crying for? You Facts. got money. Facts. Right. But they, right. But you people, made it. But they, they, for some <laughs> reason in people's minds, they feel like because you have, you have millions of dollars, mm-hmm. They feel they feel like you wake up in in the morning (laughs) and and do the the Toyota. You remember that little kick you jump in the air? Yeah, like they feel like that's what you wake up and do. Like you don't feel nothing else. else. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that's I think people are real. I get it a lot on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I I don't really you know I don't I don't comment too much, but I get it because you know people know what I do for a living. And so when I see. It on like I get tagged in a lot of stuff. I see a lot of comments. I try not to uh, bite into it. I'll be like, hey, if, if people only knew yeah. how human that. Yeah, well, you know. something else you said, Shayla, that made me think about the Kanye West thing, how I could never cancel him because in those moments when he's exposing himself and being yeah. so vulnerable, mm-hmm. yeah. it is love that is really going to support him with getting yeah. to the other side yeah. of his break. Yeah. of his breakdown and, yeah. and so the type of mental health condition that Kanye West has mm. it really requires a strong solid support network yeah. Yeah. and unfortunately you know yeah, I, I mean I'm, I'm sh- you know I'm sure that you know his wife loves him as much as you know she does but yeah. I, I just really worry and think about um, who who he has you know in his life that really um, that he's able to connect with yeah. because we we all have that auntie. Yeah. We got an auntie that act like yeah. Kanye. We got a cousin yeah. that act like oh Kanye. Just go to your next barbecue or your next yeah. family yeah. reunion. You're going to yeah. see a lot of Kanye moments. Yeah. But yeah. because they are so uh, close and connected to mm-hmm. us on yeah. whatever level of life we feel like we are on, 
we don't label it or we don't, you know, we don't say that it's as severe yeah. or we don't see it as much as a mental health condition yeah. as like we do Kanye because yeah. he's supposed, he has money. He's, he's supposed to have all the things uh, but now that you, for but, him. That but now needs. that you said that, now that, I don't know how long they've been together, what, five, six years or longer? Who? Kanye Who, and Kim. Like, longer like than longer that? Than oh, okay, longer. Yeah. Okay, so now it's starting to get real, right? Yeah. So now, so now, <laughs> The 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 the, the, uh, the background the differences culturally and all that stuff yeah. start to start to like come to Absolutely. fruition. Absolutely. How is she is she going to be qualified? Have she ever seen this type of you know what I mean? Have they dealt with this type of trauma when you when you come up when you come up the way that we come up and the things that we have to deal with? Then he lost it. Then he lost his mind. I mean, yeah, yeah and, and, I, and and just the trauma that black people deal with in yeah. general. Yeah, are you, and I was gonna speak, and I was gonna speak a little bit about that. Like you know, I lost my mom. Yeah. So you know, I, I I luckily I was able to bounce back out of it as as the best that I could, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I was depressed for I was depressed for seven months, seven months straight. And the thing about me is because I'm this Capricorn, I don't like people to see me weak. Yeah. I don't want to cry in front of people. Mm -hmm. If I'm hurting, y'all won't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in my car or yeah. you know behind closed doors, and then I'll let out my screams and then yeah. I'll cry. Mm -hmm. But the thing of the thing about that is, some people don't bounce back from that. Right. Yeah. You know, I know. I know from what we saw in the earlier years with him and his mother, like that was his best friend. Right. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. and. Even though my mom was gone six years ago, mm -hmm. um, the anniversary of her death was like two days ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm just driving. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, just mm -hmm. the thought, you know, mm -hmm. or even last year out the blue, I just start crying on the couch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I can only imagine not having that time to like properly grieve because you mm -hmm. got to go, 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 go. Yeah. And so yeah. when I see him and I see him hurting and breaking down, I'm like, he misses mama. Yeah. But nobody, yeah. he misses mama, yeah. but yeah. nobody is. It's like if you have never mm -hmm. dealt with the parental death, it's a total, it's a, it is. Yeah. like my brother got killed. That's a different type of death. You know, yeah. it's a different feeling. Um, my dad, I didn't really know him. So it was a different type of feeling. But your yeah. mother, the person that carried you, right. like it's a different type of feeling. Yeah. But yeah. no, if you don't have never experienced it, yeah. you have no idea mm -hmm. like yeah. what he's feeling. So when I see him have those little breakdowns and stuff, I'm like, oh, he, he misses his mama. His right. black yeah. Mama, and you then, know, and then, and, then, <laughs> and then you get to holding things in. For, yeah, you know, I was thinking about you know, the process. For so long, yeah. I, so, oh, yeah. So, so sometimes I be like, my my daughter tell me all the time. You know, not even even my sister. She tell me she like sometimes I I I don't show a lot of uh, empathy or mm -hmm. I lack mm -hmm. you know empathy mm -hmm. in certain mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Yeah, I feel. I just don't know how to be. Uh, when I can be sympathetic, but not. Really mm -hmm. empathetic, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know how to put myself in yeah. your. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll be I'll be at a I'll be at a funeral like my my grandmother's funeral I didn't go to like I'm not a real funeral guy, yeah, yeah. but sometimes I will go and I will just be stuck and I won't even you know I won't even show no emo a whole lot of emotion but I'm feeling it and then you yeah. then it'll come out like later yeah. you know what I'm uh -huh. saying I'll yeah. have like certain things a song will come on or it'll be I'll be by myself and then, and then everything will hit me mm -hmm. and so I used to think so. Sometimes people would think, okay, having that type of emotion and holding it in, like that's a sign of that's a sign of strength. Yeah. But I, but it really but it really doesn't feel. I really don't feel strong. I'm like, why is everybody yeah, no. else yeah. feeling? Why is everybody else around me so compassionate? 
you know, why can you call me and tell why can you call her and tell her that, you know, I just my house just caught on fire and 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 like she's like super, you know, empathetic and getting telling you all the right things and and I and you tell me that and I'm and I'm already thinking like, well, you got insurance, right? Let's get this, let's figure out the next step and, and like I'm trying to dodge the emotion yeah. part of it mm. and just start to like repair it like so yeah. I, because absolutely. You just said it. You are you go into fix it mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's actually okay because mm-hmm. like you just said, you it comes back around mm-hmm. and not because you're you're it's compartmentalizing in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there are some people who if you think about, you know, mm-hmm. um disa- uh, natural disasters, mm-hmm. right? Natural disasters come and you have some people that absolutely will sit there and cry for the whole, you know, from yeah. a place where we get hurricanes on a day, yeah. you know, every yeah. season. And yeah. so you got a hurricane or an earthquake that comes and it, you know, it's it's major. You got people that are going to sit there and not be able to move yeah. because they're yeah. frozen. Uh-huh. And you got some yeah. people that will be able to let's go let's mm-hmm. make this work we it's gone work. and, and yeah. you're one of those people yeah. and you have some people that's gonna do what you just said and yeah. say all the things needed to say to someone to get them to a state of motivation and encouragement and empowering them to to remember something about okay i still have my life yeah. or i still have this but you are already on the phone with the insurance company yeah. so <laughs> guess what we need you mm-hmm. yeah. because you also said yeah. and proved that you know how to, co- it's going to come back and you're mm-hmm. going to process it mm-hmm. in a way that you feel like you are addressing yeah. it. Yeah. It's not, I don't, I didn't hear anything about you holding something in and going and smoking and drinking yeah. and clubbing and That's spending true. money yeah. and partying. That's when we got an issue. Yeah. I got you. you know what I mean? I but you. it sounds like you are, you're compartmentalizing and doing what you feel like is necessary in the moment. Another thing I like to do with my friends when they come with issues, uh-huh. I ask them, what do you feel like you need from me in this moment? Mm. Do you need, do you, do you want to problem solve or mm. do you want me to listen? Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. can't, a, a lot of people don't know how to decipher which one they need because yeah. they don't, they've never been asked. What do you need? Yeah. And so when you, you have an issue and someone comes to you and they bring something to you, you get a choice as yeah. the listener. You get a choice in that moment. You know your strengths. Yeah. That person more than likely knows your strengths as, as well. Mm-hmm. They know that you probably are going to make a game plan yeah. and logistically <laughs> yeah. put a plan together to yeah. go out and get what needs to be done. Yeah. I know that if I call, I don't know, but I know if I call mm-hmm. Shayla and I need somebody to, you know, Build me up, yeah. big me up, sis. Like yeah. she gon' yeah, we out here, we gonna do yeah. this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know that, and yeah. I know that if I got somebody to call and I want to cry, yeah. we about to cry. Yeah. So yeah. just know, like I don't hear anything that you're saying that is, you know, concerning or something that lacks strength. Yeah. You just gotta. It doesn't lack strength. You actually are exposing your own strengths. God, but do people need that? Like before I go into like repair mode and try to fix things, do people mm-hmm. need? Is my timing bad? You know what I mean? Do people need that? If Shayla calls me with an issue yeah. and I'm saying, and I'm giving her the solution, before I give her the solution, no. does Shayla need that moment <laughs> to, to just, just like, release? to somebody just to listen? Yeah. But like, I think that's on you to ask. Because sometimes she don't know. Yeah. She yeah. may not know. know. They may not know. The okay. people who are bringing you, they may not know what they need. Yeah. This is great. But stuff. allow them, yeah, allow them stuff. to share yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. allow them to. Stuff. And what happens is, do do what you normally mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Go into fix it mode. They'll mm-hmm. tell you, I don't need you to fix shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't need you to do this. But you know. So I want to do Kanye have that like like you say back to Kanye. Yeah. Who, he has to have that. You know, because sometimes we tend to lean to who. Well, whenever we're going through something, we'll call who we have the most comfort. Absolutely. With oh, yeah. first, you know oh, what I mean. Yeah. 
So does he like to answer the question? Does he have that person? I, you know what I mean? I mean like he can, we right. Like we there's only know. so much we, we, so. we only know what is being shown. Yeah. You know, so. um, you know, you see little, you see little clips, and they're like, oh, Kanye West just is is with Justin Bieber this weekend, and mm -hmm. he's just hanging out. So you, you never know what he gets from um, from each person, and um, I know for for me, a lot because people. Like people saw, I'm very transparent. I think it's important. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm transparent when it comes to social media. I, mm -hmm. I'm like, um, I say I'm a book with some pages missing out. Cause everybody <laughs> needs to know I'm a business. <laughs> um, but I put my story out. I put my story out there because I put my story out there because I was able to flourish through my mother's death. I was like, because my, you know, when my mom passed, Mm -hmm. Three after I got all that depression, got over that depression in seven months, I started so Oakland, mm -hmm. okay. and I've been going nonstop because I let myself be in that moment. Oh, I was I was terrified mm -hmm. of depression. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. I was mm -hmm. trying to force myself to okay. I gotta take a picture on Instagram. I gotta look like I'm okay. Okay. Um, I had all these things I was into. You know, I was doing makeup. I was styling. I moved to Atlanta. I thought that moving to Atlanta uh -huh. would help me would Absolutely. help me leave, you know, the fact that my mom passed here, uh -huh. going to Atlanta, oh, I can get over it. Yeah. I was trying to rush the process. Yeah. Um, I was trying to force myself to do the things that I was used to. Okay, Shayla, you know, your makeup artist, do some makeup. Oh, play in your clothes. Like, hurry up and do these things. And I, But I didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't want to do it, but it was like, mm -hmm. I have to make myself, because I was not used to this feeling. It's to the point where I just had to, like, let it happen mm -hmm. and just be, I wasn't used to it. You know, I'm used to being social, going out in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I didn't move wow. uh, nothing. I was in the house. I was in the dark. Um, I was with my girlfriend at the time and she was my support system. Luckily I have a support system. Just imagine people that don't have that. Yeah, and exactly and with Kanye, I just feel like he has a lot of yes people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so there's this saying, it's like, well, who helps Superman? Like who mm -hmm. listens to Superman? So who, who does a go to guy who, go yeah, to? Who's yeah, who's Superman <laughs> is out there helping, saving lives, and you know muscles, muscles on pal. Yeah. But who was like Superman? Are you are you tired? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, do you need mm -hmm. like yeah. what's what's up with you? It's so yeah. it's so interesting that you all put it that way. It it's Superman, the go to guy or girl. Uh huh. They got to realize that they have that person too. Because yeah. a lot of supermen, yeah. superwomen, go-to guys and girls, yeah. they don't recognize that they have those yeah. people in their life because they're so on the go yep. and they're so in fix-it mode. Yeah. Yeah. So when you mm -hmm. slow down enough to mm -hmm. realize that you actually have a support system yeah. and you have people in your corner that have consistently been there mm -hmm. and even though you may not have accepted it yeah. or acknowledged that they yeah. were there to support you during the time, yeah. They're there and you have to be willing to, it's it's one thing to have support, but it's another thing to accept it. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that our community really struggles oh, with. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And appearing, like, and sometimes being strong is like the gift and the curse, especially when you appear strong, because <laughs> mm -hmm. you tend to get overlooked. Strong. You Absolutely. Know? You got it, you got it, you, you know, yeah, strong, you strong. Everybody be thinks strong. you got it together. That's what Nobody we say, be strong. Say, How you doing? Be strong, be strong. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I really want to break down and roll on this damn carpet yeah. and kick my feet and scream. And but 
and recognize and, when you yeah. have right. people that are asking you what do you need right. and then and and then be yeah. and when you can be honest with yourself and say i i just want to cry yeah come on let's yeah. cry that's what i tell people you may be thrown off by it a little yeah. bit if it's your, when you're when you're getting to that point where you're saying okay i need to start doing something different this isn't working for me anymore i have to do something different mm-hmm. and you have someone that comes along and is giving you full agency to do to feel to be how you need to be in the moment yeah it throws you off but if you take those opportunities it just it sets you up for success in the long run because i like i tell everybody mental health is physical health and mental health they're they're one i mean they go together there's no physical health without you know your physical health can be in a it can be in good condition and your mental health can be in poor condition. It's only a matter of time before your physical health reaches poor condition as well. And I know social media gets a lot of the blame. You know, it's, it's, that's also starting to sound cliche. You know, we always (laughs) say it's because social media, it's because social media, everything is because of, Mm, so it's powerful. um, Is it social media or is it how someone allows or how someone fits social media into their life. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. I think it's how someone fits uh social media. I think I think social media has um given uh people the platform for us to at some point when if you're on social media like a lot of the dudes I went to school with that or just do or just dudes from the hood that I used to look up to like mm-hmm. and I used to be like, man, this dude's super cool. Like <laughs> He like I, he don't get a spot on him, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you put him on, his family knew who he really was. Yeah. He just always knew how yeah. to go in public and portray a certain thing. But yeah. if you put social media in front of somebody long enough, then you're gonna be like, damn, <laughs> he's not as cool as I thought he was. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, like they're gonna say something yeah. and how you like, damn, my whole perception. And I just feel like everybody has that access to a platform yeah, and if you and if you use it long and yeah, if you use it long enough and then things are not well thought out and understand what you put in you it, it can become a problem for mm-hmm. I think for mm-hmm. for ev- for everybody and I think that's kind of what's going on uh now I think I think social media even in even in um even in relationship Oh, the time, the, the times, in, the times in relate, the times in relationships where you get into an argument, man, and then you I'm would just like, just you would just like that. walk outside, go in the car, go to your room, do whatever you got to do to get through the argument. Now you can scroll. So now there's like, now you vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? So you're not getting along. Mm-hmm. Then you go on social media, you scrolling and all you see is these, you see different images and all that stuff. So it makes you react and act differently. And I think. I think yeah, maybe. Who are I you th- following? Yeah, I think who are, maybe that. Yeah. Who are you following? <laughs> and and, and to, to add to that, not only scroll, but now you have these individuals who who probably don't even don't really have a good representation of what like a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah. How they're able to communicate. So now instead of look, Brownie, I have this issue with you. Yeah. You know, in our relationship. I'm going to go post something so I can get a whole bunch of people that I don't know to oh, be like, sure. girl, you right. Sure. You right. <laughs> you right. Don't not, know you or the circumstances. Yeah. And not holding people accountable. And and I remember a long time ago, I did that one time, and that's all it yeah. took. I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm not running to social media anymore because mm-hmm. the moment you put your business out there mm-hmm. of yeah. the issues that you're having, now people feel like they're obligated 
to yeah. what's going on in your yeah. relationship. And it, do, yeah, and it, <laughs> wow. and it, and it doesn't. And oh, it, I have a story. And it doesn't. Wow, and, and it doesn't. Well, I want to hear that. And it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't give you that that simmer down time. It doesn't give you that no. time to be like, okay, because you know, how, you ever notice that when you really, when you think something is super dope because you feeling something emotionally or whatever, and you just want to post it. So you might have heard a rap song and you like the line and you yeah. just want to. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you you got it all written out. It's all typed out. <laughs> then you get distracted and you go do something different. Mm-hmm. But if five if you take five minutes, by the time you come back and look at you're like, I'm not even finna, I'm not finna post that. I'm finna yeah. live. Why would I do? You thinking different already? So sometimes it's like, it gives you quick access to like, put something in the universe that yeah. you probably necessarily wouldn't. You probably need to sit back and think about, like you said, going on there putting your business. Oh, out. oh yeah. Like I, I remember a relationship of mine where because my relationship was so public yeah. and something went down. Um, I had strangers in, oh, I, oh, oh, (laughs) it gets real. I had strangers in my, in my DMs telling me how, like, why my ex was wrong and you're right and and she's wrong for doing x y and z wow. and going under her page and harassing her and her new her new yeah. girlfriend and things yeah. like that and it was just like little do you know i fucked up yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> but you don't know that you're just so consumed in yeah. like yeah. people 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 have ne- like everyday person is is now this so like social media makes everyone like this celebrity you know? That's true too, and you really gotta, and you really social. You have, you have to use social media for what you need it to Absolutely. be for your life. And yep. I say that because I have um, two Instagrams, mm-hmm. one personal, one professional, and one clinician K is all about mental health. It's yeah. all about you know um, sharing what's out there mm-hmm. um, for other mental health professionals. Um, and taking opportunities to just really connect with people, events around the community as well. And so the other, I, I could, um, thinking about the, how, how we tie imposter syndrome in certain things as well, knowing how I need social media to be for my life, Mm -hmm. I could look at social media. I don't post consistently and now people are saying okay well if you want to get out there and get seen you have to post three times a day on the clock and set up all these other things and i don't see that to be true for my life because here i am sitting here with you all and it's all about the relationships that we make and now to go to my personal page and i go you know i have people that I've been knowing from elementary school, people that I've been knowing all across all walks of life, all types of relationships that I've been in. And so I was actually in a relationship with the person who suffered severely from narcissism. And, and, (laughs) and as a mental health (laughs) professional myself, Mm -hmm. um, I, it was at a period of my life where I was really consumed with all things work and school. Yeah. So I, I rarely had an opportunity to put tunnel vision on his behavior. Yeah. And so um, once he had like the most severe outbursts, yeah. I took to social media because yeah. he did it via social media. I took to social yeah. media on my personal page and I actually used it for me to uh. show my resiliency and how I wasn't going to allow this narcissistic, this relationship with someone who yeah. suffers from narcissism gotcha. to yeah. impact my life. Yeah. So I took my business in the moment to okay. social media mm-hmm. to say and to empower other women. And to oh, and of course. you have, yeah. there were so many inboxes I received 
from other women, yeah. from oh, other men who said like, you are so strong. I can't believe you're doing this. This mm-hmm. this happened to me. And uh-huh. I found a narcissistic abuse uh relationship abuse recovery program and all this other stuff and i was just sharing the information and so i say that i say all that to say you can really let social media be what it needs to be for your life have you have you have you ever met a narcissistic person that knew they were not that yeah understood that they weren't that owned that how they it's rare that they don't (laughs) oh so they know it they it's very rare that they don't (laughs) it's very rare that they don't however um you just really really can use social media for what it needs yeah, to be for you and yeah. that's why i tell all the parents who have teenagers who are consumed with social media yeah. like get to the root of what they what do they need this what do for? they, what do they if, feel what? like they need it for what do they what do they feel like it's going to connect them to yeah. they gotta you gotta understand what they're using it for yeah. before you try and you know just take it out of their lives or yeah. keep them away from it or, you know, keep them off of it. You just really got to understand because there are some 12 year olds who yeah. are making bank yeah. from social media. Yeah. And so it's just really having, getting to the root of what the relationship with social media is going to be like for your life. Yeah, I, it, yeah. When when you mentioned imposter syndrome, I was riding with my daughter and she brought it up. She mentioned yeah. it. And I said, I, at the time of her mentioning it, I had no idea. I had never heard it. You know, I didn't know if it was even a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I looked, and so actually, thing. when I when I researched it and I looked at it, I said, man, like a lot of that uh, hit home. You know, you know, f- for f- you, for me, yeah, a lot of it hit home for me. Like sometimes, um, I, I'm a barber by trade, uh-huh. and I've always been, and because of that, it it's, it uh, has taken me to some uh, like. Some I met met a lot of great people, been in some very high places, okay. and um, you but real, you cutting good hair, yeah, but <laughs> but um, it 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 was it was strange because when I took when I took the job, I took a job on uh, I'm on the HBO show The Shop with LeBron James, and so okay, I've been on every episode, but when I walk in, when I walk on set, I'm usually on set with um, you know, all the from the from the Kevin Hart's to okay. the Charlemagne's to the, all those you. things, on, right? All those things, right? So when I walk in, I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, man, like, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm cutting, whether it's Nas or Jimmy Kimmel, I'm working with these guys and I'm like, how did I get here? Like, yeah. what did I do? Yeah. There's yeah. millions of, there's millions yeah. of people around the world that do what I do. There's probably like a trillion licensed barbers, like what's separated me, why am I on this private jet? Why yeah. am I, you know what I'm saying? Why yeah. am I front row at the fight what in I Vegas? Why am say, I doing that? Like, you know what I mean? It, uh-huh. it, it, what I didn't hear you say was, these guys cut hair better than I cut hair. Mm. You said that to yourself in those moments. I know there's guys out here that cut hair better than me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somewhere yeah. along the way, back way, way back when, yeah. maybe now, you said you read your comments. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Somebody has said, you don't even cut hair that good. Yeah. What yeah. you doing here? <laughs> like what? What you? Who hair you cut yeah. that you get to go cut Kevin yeah. Hart hair or whoever? Like and you know I, what I mean? Like and, you. That's- and, and it's crazy. And it's crazy because you could have a million comments of people raving what you do. Yeah, and that one. But you'll just pay attention to the one yeah. or two that does yeah. in this in, in this. <laughs> 
So self-doubt starts to creep in sometimes. Absolutely. You know what I Imposter mean? syndrome is never, it's never, it's so interesting because out of the, all of the syndromes, yeah. imposter syndrome is nothing that you have inflicted upon yourself. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all, give them back their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not you. It's not yours. It's not a narrative you created. Yeah. It's getting to the root of who is the person that told you you don't cut hair good. Yeah. You and when you yeah. were in barber school, somebody yeah. said, I don't know, you, I don't know what you're doing this mm-hmm. for. You ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. And it's just really about giving them back their story because when you were, I've had to, I mean, I've been in situations where I was the only black woman in the room and I was told I was so unprofessional and I told all these, I was told all these things. And just like you, it's like how Shayla knows so many people in Oakland, but she called this little country girl, you know, to come through and, and, and speak life and and, then just tell my story or whatever. And so, you have to really say to yourself, why not me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she sees something, LeBron, whomever at HBO saw something in you. Yeah. You were supposed to be there. And yeah. you know, I keep saying I'm from the country. The people, the old people in the country say all of our stories were already designed. So yeah. why not you? You were supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. wanted yeah. you to believe yeah. you weren't I, supposed to. Yeah, I, was, I was talking to Brownie a little bit earlier and I was telling him my story of, of imposter syndrome because this was the first time that I ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, this is when I... Um, um, got a job at a tech company. This is the first time in my life that yeah. I've ever worked in corporate. And so now I'm working in corporate. I'm working in this tech company. I beat out 500 applicants. Look. Never had, you. never had, <laughs> you know, never had corporate experience or anything wow. like that. Yeah. And so, you know, I go into this environment and and automatically I'm like, ah, why, like, Mm. why they pick me like mm-hmm. I, like I'm not I'm not supposed to be here and then mm. it's like I'm one of probably like five black women and not not only that but oh, I'm the man. black woman that walks in <laughs> with, with the all the, the stuff and the <laughs> locks I'm here locks down to my ankles and with coming the, in and they just like with, with the Frenchie on the leash you walking in the fun office. today you know and I'm just like where where am I where am I and so I just was like really having these moments of like, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. And I, and, and, but I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. Like yeah. they, they saw something in me. Yeah, get your they, message. They saw yeah. that I built this yeah. so Oakland brand up by yeah. myself. I had this relationship yeah. with Oakland. And of course this, this company was basically trying to create, um, rapport with 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 Oakland because yeah. the thing that's going on with Oakland is is we don't you know there's there's this with the with the with the techies and gentrification yeah Oakland natives like just be mix. like oh yeah. we don't fuck with it yeah so they were like let's bring on this Oakland girl yeah. who has done this and, and all these relationships create yeah. all these relationships in the community and let's 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 have her here and so you know she knows Oakland mm-hmm. but there was so much stuff in there that it wasn't even difficult, but it was like I was now in this environment I've never yeah. been in, right? Yeah. And so I was doubting, yeah, all the shit. Like yeah. I don't, like this. I'm not supposed. To, I, can't, I can't do this. And it mm-hmm. was, it was a, it like my ego was shot. And, and it's not, really. a, it's not a confidence thing, is it? Because my ego um, was shot, and I it, was it, used it to definitely that. connects to yeah. it. Yeah, it definitely connects my to ego, it because yeah. if you, if you. You are at so Oakland, in so Oakland, in Oakland, in every other atmosphere. Yeah. She is confident. Confident. Yeah. Yes. And the first time I was not 
confident and that I did not like that. And it's all based on someone else's uh, someone else's narrative or or your perception yeah. to what yeah. they think about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah because and then it, I, and then it was this I'm this black woman amongst all these these white people, yeah. and so I didn't want to look like the black girl that didn't know what she was doing or mm-hmm. not confident. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, you know yeah, it's so yeah. funny because you'll yeah. never even know if they're the white person that don't know what they're doing, yeah, right? Because right. <laughs> it's so right. Because, yeah, because because for me it was like I always felt like I was the raw. I always felt like I was the dopest in my city. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. But, yeah, but it wasn't. Oh, okay. until, but it wasn't until it wasn't until I got to a level to where now it's like now it's like nation. It's, it's yeah. like nationwide, and the criticism is coming from all. So you so, so one day did you see somebody say, "Oh, Kevin Hart, who cut your hair?" And it was you. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying well, to figure well, it out. Well, I do. You know, NBA games come on all the time. You oh, know, okay. I kind of lie to NBA guys. And they don't always say, and I don't always have my best night, and they don't okay. always they don't always brush right before they go out either. You know what I mean? So I get the blame. So you, so, yeah. So my whole, my thing was I never wanted to become one of the memes. A lot of barbers end up on memes. They they post a haircut yeah. and be super tall. I mean, so, and if you do, that's historically you do your thing. Yeah. So if you do become a meme, yeah. I, I would hope that you have the confidence now to just be like, yo, yeah. Absolutely. That's where I'm headed. What you do? <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, know that you are there for a reason. We all have a message to receive when we're in these arenas, when we're there. It was us. We were chosen out of the 500, out of all the people in my neighborhood. I, I was chosen. And if we believe in all, you know, the divine spirituality, if we believe that our steps, our days and all this stuff is, you know, designed and ordered, then we have to really accept the fact that it was meant to be us. Like, mm-hmm. and so getting a in these professional arenas, you mm-hmm. definitely have to get your tribe. Find your tribe, get mm-hmm. people together that are like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And it may be, you know, that you are the black woman with all the glitz and glam amongst the other black women who may not have that. But at the end of the day, you all share some commonalities yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really about getting together with people and and I, we always call it find your tribe mm-hmm. because within that tribe, you're definitely going to find ways to bring your confidence back mm-hmm. yeah. to be told. You I mean like build me up, sis is real. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And oh, so yeah, big yeah. me up, sis, build me up, sis, however you want to name it. Like yeah. you really have to get with your people to walk away feeling rejuvenated, rep- replenished, oh, yeah. confident. We- like, you know, that you were chosen to be there. You got to get, you know, get yeah. your barber Absolutely. tribe together. Know yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that you were meant to be there for a reason. Yeah. That's, exact, yeah. that's, that's exactly what happened. Like, I found the yeah. other two black women that yeah. were there. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, because, of course, we had a lot in common in having these conversations. And I'm like, sis, like, I'm really doubting. And, and we, like, girl, you got this, what you need, whatever right. it is. Right, right. they're out there. You. And so it was like, I wasn't there long, but you know, big believer in God, God's child. Mm-hmm. And I, he, he placed me there for a reason. Cause I was yeah. telling yeah. Brownie, I said, I may not felt like I, I'm an entrepreneur at the end of the day. I'm, yeah. I'm a businesswoman and I'm a boss and I'm going to work for myself always. But there was some checking that I needed to do myself and in order do for myself in order for me to know what, what was going on and what were the things that were going wrong in my business. I had to be amongst, amongst that that corporate realm to yeah. see 
what yeah. a billion dollar company looks like and yeah. how it operates and what yeah. structure yeah. looks like. So yeah. those four months because of COVID, you know, I got laid off. But those four months, I learned all of that. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, yeah. so this this is this is this right. is what is needed. Right. So it was yeah. a lesson out of out of all of that. But Absolutely. it was it was definitely a checking for my confidence. I wasn't used to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. That's what it does. I, was, I wasn't used to it. But this conversation is, is man, like Kay, so glad that you were able to come out um and, and just feed us everything. But outside of yeah, us sure. talk me. <laughs> Easy. Um, but outside of us just talking about all the things that, that are going, you know, with 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 mental health and things that are going wrong and what we need to do. What are some of the resources mm. that? Oh my. Yeah. What are some of the resources? Where can people find the help? Um, how can people um, get get comfortable in in contacting uh, a therapist? And do you feel like there is more comfort in? Because I hear this. Oh, I I, I, I only want to talk to a black therapist. I, I don't want to talk to because that because do, do you feel like talking to <laughs> A therapist of of a from a different background would be t- like they there is just they mm. can't relate like they can help in a certain way or do you think their profession and just them you know having the 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 experience not the experience but the education can still allow them to help this this white woman can help this black woman it depends on what they're going for okay. mm. I am a sh- I am an advocate for speaking up for what you need I mm-hmm. teach people how to call their EAPs and say. I am only, you'll call EAP and say, hey, I have an issue and I want to see someone. They'll send you 500 pages and EAP, say, choose is that from that. Employee Empl- assistance program? Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you, they'll send you fi- a document of 500 pages and say, choose from there. But actually, I'm helping people. I've helped people um, learn how to say those, you know, those words that get people to understand that this is what I want. This is what I need. And this is what I know that you are required to assist me with. And so um, that's something that's huge. But I really, really do feel like there is this. You know, there is just an initiative and a push for black people to sit in front or across or in a group Uh with people that get and understand what's going on for Mm -hmm. them. And since we uh, the majority of us don't have that relational component of work anymore, where we would go to work in these sometimes predominantly white um, arenas and it was, you know, seeing that black person down the hall, around the corner, wherever, whenever you could throughout the day that would, you know, help you get back on track with a head nod yeah. with a with a you know yeah. with deuces with a whatever but in that yeah. moment when you connected with that black person it gave you something yeah. back and so i just think that it there is there's a huge huge um benefit to being yeah. able to sit with someone who's african-american and just like understand things from um and and, and they may or may not like just because yeah. you know like i said there are some people like melissa eiffel you know um da- Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, Black Girls Therapy, like these are um, mm-hmm. therapy for black girls. Like these are women who um, are leading uh, professionals in the mental health field. Like they neatly package their deliveries and their messages. And and, and for some people, they need a trap therapist. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You just got to really be able to understand and get to the meat or root of what it is that you're looking for and in search of because mm-hmm. there are some 
you know, white professionals who are, they specialize in, you know, sexual dysfunction or, so, and, you know, and when all you, these other and things. when you say trap therapist, you, you, yeah. you're telling someone, basically, I speak your language. I understand mm-hmm. your struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming to the hood. And I'm coming. And, and, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, you don't, you don't necessarily have to come to me. I'm coming to you. That's what, I have see, been in Acorn. I have is, been see, in all these other see, places that's where, that's where that's like. See, that's the problem I have with, like. Um, before and I do got another question for you. Okay, <laughs> but that's a that's the problem I have with the church right Ooh. now. And Ooh, the problem, that's a and, whole other episode. And the problem and the problem I have with the church is you have you have a a, a a pastor and a congregation in a pulpit, and they're like, "Come to me." Mm, yeah, and there's very few, and there's very few that's you know there, there's there's there's, <laughs> there's there's environments that they're like that's taboo. I don't want to be around that. I'm not finna go there. When I yeah. feel like, mate, the strip clubs is probably where you should be at. The club, <laughs> the nightclub is probably where you should be Absolutely. at. Absolutely, these places, yeah. you know what I'm saying. The corner is probably where you should be at because mm-hmm. those are where the people need to help. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying the most. But yeah. my, and my and my question was to you: How do you approach? someone and without them taking offense do you say Shayla have you ever considered therapy you say mm. or because black folks be like man y'all need therapy yeah that's well, how we talk yeah. to you that's be or like you, you need or, to go to therapy right. are you crazy are you crazy you ca- yeah. are they are you crazy? crazy you crazy so how yeah do we, how do you approach yeah. some you know how do you approach somebody when you really feel like Making it a safe space. Do you just make them an appointment? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, no, I wish. How do you approach approach someone? Where does people go to look? What's the first should they go? Most people think they should contact it, contact Kaiser and say, (laughs) okay, I need a therapist. Like, that, that they could do that too. Okay. They just have to say or know what it is that they want a therapist for. Okay. Yeah. And they could not know what they want yeah. a therapist for. They could just say, I want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Right. And they could figure it out from there. That's yeah. the, what's, you know, really cool about therapy is that you get to shop. Like you are going to a provider uh-huh. and you are you are in need of their services. Okay. However, as the consumer of whatever it is that you're going for, you get to decide whether or not. And I know a lot of people are always like, this, it doesn't feel right to mm-hmm. end with a therapist or to say that a therapist mm-hmm. doesn't fit mm-hmm. my needs or something. But that's actually what you have to do if you are looking to get your needs met. Is therapy typically covered under most people's medical benefits at all? or is It, it depends, but typically. 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 Okay. It depends on if it's something like uh, a severe mental health okay. uh, symptom or I mean, symptoms or issue. Um, something like, for example, borderline personality disorder, um, schizophrenia, things like that. Okay. They may require certain professionals in certain okay. arenas. And so, therefore, you have to, you know, really get your health insurance yeah. to figure that out. But there are so many free. Uh-huh. There are so many free platforms. There yeah. are so many communities and community organizations that are doing groups. Try it out. As a group, yeah. as a family, okay. try it out with a cousin. It doesn't have to be an immediate mom, okay. dad, brother, sister. It can be anyone that you want to come in therapy with you. Okay. It's just there's so many platforms and, out there right and now. And to clarify, I don't know if most people don't. A lot of people don't know that the difference between a psychiatrist and mm. a psychologist. Okay, yeah. A psychiatrist. Explain that difference so, okay. to, the, to the listeners. So a psychiatrist is going to be someone that you are going to to. Your psychologist, your mm-hmm. 
therapist, your counselor mm-hmm. um, may refer you to this person when okay. you are in need of some type of medication to okay. reduce the symptoms that you're having. Okay. Certain children, for example, through the school system, they will see a school psychologist to be tested out okay. um, or to be entered into certain realms of um difficulties in school um and so they'll see the psychologist to receive certain testings Mm -hmm. and that psychologist will allow them to be referred to a psychiatrist for medical reasons i got you you. just to clear that up so that's some great insight excellent insight this was a very helpful episode so so i have i have one (laughs) more question how what would your advice be to women are men who who are dating Ooh. and and um you know there there's someone they really want to pursue and get serious with but they want they feel like maybe they should go to therapy how do you think that they should approach the other person yes they should, yeah, okay so that's yeah i'm clear on that so i start dating you and i say shayla i think we should go to therapy together yes. mm-hmm. i think that is a beautiful thing and the person mm-hmm. that's initiating it is also showing the other person that yeah. i am so on board for my own healing and my mm-hmm. own journey of healing mm-hmm. that i don't want to put you in any mm-hmm. crap that you shouldn't be I'm in so and, and that yeah. i don't um want to sort of re-harm mm-hmm. myself and mm-hmm. so by us yeah. going in we are getting a head start on learning our communication Absolutely. patterns learning different ways to cope when our past mm. kind of tries to that. Yeah. resurface and come back in because it's so easy to so easy. and that person doesn't have a clue of how they're triggering uh-uh. you if they uh-uh. don't go and understand your triggers um through shared discussion oh um, yeah and through supportive discussion because that's normally what and i you know a lot of people think that they have to start therapy because something is wrong oh, yeah, no. but you can also start therapy especially couples family mm-hmm. when you just want things to go easier mm-hmm. flow easier or you mm-hmm. want to get support to be able to um tackle the ruptures and i yeah. say ruptures like yeah. just things that happen trauma that comes up that mm-hmm. we'll be able to handle this differently if we got the tools and skills yeah. and it's okay to be proactive in that absolutely yeah. that's basically yeah, what it is yeah. that's basically yeah. what it is we just don't come from you know generation that was able to put us up on right. game and thankfully we are a generation that we're putting our kids up on game our friends our cousins and you know the older generations in our families yeah I think it's very sexy. I think we come. Oh yeah. I think think, think it's. I think it's very. I think we just have a mentality though too that things will just go away on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Because you really couldn't talk about the what's going on back in the day, and you know, all my family from you know, like the we. I think my grandfather told me I'm fifth generation removed from slavery. Yeah. And so they weren't allowed. So that means like three generations solid before me. Mm -hmm. They were taught. You hurt, you quiet. Yeah. You you need something, you don't say anything. Yeah. You yeah. get it the best way you can. And it, it's, you don't make noise. Yeah, super, Making noise could get you hurt. Yeah. yeah, it's super tough talking to my... Yeah, I'm from a small town in Louisiana called Plaquemine. That's where my oh, people yeah. from my grandma. Very small <laughs> town. I usually say Baton yeah. Rouge because not many people even know <laughs> where that is. And sometimes, yeah. you know, I, it, it's it's a lot of things that... I know they... We all connected on Facebook now, so I know... I know uh, um, 
they see things that go on here, and I know they just back there shaking their head because they so old fashioned. Absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. You know, so taboo mm-hmm. on how things you know things are. Right. And uh, but I I I do think that um, we do have to get to a place where we can openly feel comfortable communicating, yeah, talking, okay. and yeah. be comfortable okay. in that space. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And teaching yeah. our children and teaching how to do that. Teaching yep. our yes. children that breaking you know, that generational curse. How do black families talk that's 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 really my one of my initiatives to push like just having those opportunities to sit down where you know like what you didn't receive and you know how it impacted your life and how it impacted or or kind of um put a put a pause on what you were able to do I'm not able, you said this earlier, men sometimes aren't able to express emotions if they weren't told, it's okay, son, it's okay yeah. to cry, yeah. but it's not okay to do, yeah. you know, take aggression out yeah. on certain mm-hmm. situations. And so if you know what you didn't receive and you want to create a difference in your family, it's just really about having a values conversation, yeah. mm-hmm. having a family values conversation, getting to the root of what your individual values are as well, mm-hmm. and then bringing that all together to say, you know what? I'm, I, I want to express or show um, or let everybody know in this family what my values are, what uh-huh. I care the most about. And I want to see what your values are because maybe you value something that I don't know about. And when you can have a conversation about what you value the most, you really can start to um, meet somebody at their value. Like uh-huh. they, your, your daughter may value... Um, honesty a little bit more than what you know somebody else in the family does so that way you know you're not going to um just neglect you know telling her the truth or not giving her some type of explanation to what the truth is or why you decided to make a conversation and even that is something that's so unbelievable to my grandma like Mm -hmm. having a conversation with your child about why you decided to do something Because adults don't do that where, where you're yeah. from. You don't yeah. get to ask questions. Yeah. And yeah. so then that that starts the conversation. So so outside of, um, you know, you gave us some resources. Um, people say this phrase a lot. I need to protect my mental health. I just need to protect my peace. If they really I knew. I need to protect their mental health. <laughs> so, so how would you take Ooh, that phrase? Really like, what knew. are ways that people can protect their peace? their mental health, like self-care. Mm. Like like to you, what it, what does self-care look like? It Self-care is a commitment to mm-hmm. yourself. Like it I'm really is. That. Like self-care means that I love you uh-huh. and I love myself enough to know when I need to step back. Yeah. Like when I need to walk away, when I yeah. need to get some fresh air, when I need to sit alone to read a book. Mm-hmm. When you've neglected yourself so much, you have nothing else to nothing you, you else have nothing to give. to give someone else. But yeah. it start but it starts so much emphasis get put on self care, like physically doing Yeah. Like, it's so it starts it's, it's, here. It starts now. yeah. yeah. It's because, and it's really there. holding boundaries yeah. with yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can say self-care is you know going out and buying candles but when you're out buying candles maybe you're on the phone with all these people or you're seeing whomever Mm -hmm. or you're doing stuff Mm -hmm. that's really not having personal time Mm -hmm. you know with just personal time with yourself i'm I'm really big on that i think it's important just also all the things that i juggle um like i travel a lot by myself i am such yeah. a, I'm, I'm like it's a so, popular loner. it's so crazy that and, people are really like on your I, i've watched you know we are instagram yeah, friends okay. and so and we're 
friends off the gram as of well. Course. So <laughs> when I see people like you're alone, I'm like, wow, that is so like surprising to people that you travel alone. Yeah. He doesn't like I it. I remember yeah. on the yeah, show, crazy. like he's, <laughs> you brought it up on the show, right? He doesn't like it. Yeah. But you know how um, <laughs> liberating that is for women to be able to, not even just for women, for an individual to take a solo trip. It's life changing mm -hmm. because you are alone and you're saying you're doing everything you got to do for you in for a place you. that you just don't, don't know, know anything about. Mm -mm. It's liberating. It's, it's, it really, it's really very is liberating. One of the it's most freeing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's my peace. And, and I can know people in those places and I won't hit and, them up because right. it's not about that. It's, right. They're like, well, what are you doing? Are you turning up? Are you going? No, I'm in my Airbnb. I just want to some great are food. you really alone if you're taking us with you? Via social media, are you really alone? <laughs> Wait, that, yes. those are safety checks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, those are safety checks. You, you get you get bits and pieces, but you don't, but you don't, but you don't get. Yeah. done what you want to do and went absolutely mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a good point that's, absolutely that's exactly what and the good. earlier you are oh my gosh i have a daughter so i she learned early on the difference between a you problem and a me problem mm -hmm. like she was in kindergarten telling people that sounds like a you problem ah, that's like, it. <laughs> like it's real and yeah. so she just you really have to give yourself the opportunity to know i gotta do this for me yeah. And if because when you can put set yourself up, no matter what yeah. age you are, but when you yeah. can start doing that, you're teaching. I tell all my teenagers I, right now, I see mandated teenagers who are on juvenile probation and I tell them all the time, you're teaching people how to treat you yeah. when yeah. you can do that, because yeah. we all have to do that no matter yep. what relationship, yeah. professional, intimate, social whatever mm -hmm. it just you have to teach people how to treat you and treat if they first. see you ignore and neglect yourself yeah they're gonna just to, swoop on in and take that time yeah. no, i get I, I i do get it though i joke with shayla a lot but i do get it like i like <laughs> i got this i got this one thing i like to, i like to go to the movies by myself yeah oh yeah because, look at you look because, at you yourself because care. i like to go by myself and because i don't like to share popcorn <laughs> and i and sometimes i like it I like to just go walk in, sit exact, sit by myself and watch my the movie. And watch the movie. I don't know what it is about it. It's one of, it's one well, of the dopest. It. It's one of the dopest I, things. It it, it is. And, and, that, may, that may have happened one time. Uh, in the history. And you don't have a microphone, so actually. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, but yeah, I, I, absolutely, and and also. Um, being okay with that, being okay to step back, even with family members. Absolutely. Because oh, I think, I know that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> we, we can talk about that. But, but being okay with stepping away from, from family members because they will make you feel guilty and mm. feel like you are obligated because I'm your family so I can just be this toxic motherfucker and you got to deal with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, that's a whole nother episode. We could talk forever and ever, Kay. So like, many, this yeah. was so, so liberating. Well, the last this, question, but the most oh, important one. Yes. Will you come back? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know it. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. We got, lot, we got a lot more to talk yes, about. Yes, we yeah. definitely yeah. meet you here. Yeah. So be- before we leave, we would love for you to leave your social media, any type of contact where people can book appointments or just follow you. I mean, or- I am I am known to be like the connector. I yeah. am the plug. You um, are the so plug. many different I levels. Like, like, Girl, I need a therapist. I like, have been known kind? as the plug before I even realized <laughs> I was the plug on so many different levels. So... Yes, Clinician K on Instagram. I am solely on Instagram right now because I have talk about Mm self-care and just using social media for what it needs, uh, for what you need it to be. Um, I'm preparing for two state board exams. So I'm doing a lot of studying on top of like, yeah, (laughs) thank you. That's amazing. So um, I'm solely on Instagram at Clinician K. You can, my email and my telephone number is connected and, and I do Answer my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Slide in the yeah. DM, which is problem. <laughs> and before we get out of here, shout out to Evolve for uh, providing Always. this space for Always. Thank us you again. for this, this space. Our, this is our home for our podcast. This is our uh, home. Sound engineer being cruise control. Yes, as, as always. Uh, that was my daughter in the background. Y'all been hearing her putting her <laughs> yes. shits in. We got to put another mic here next time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got to put another mic so that, here. That was, that was great. And thank you for but coming. Thank you. Thank you all so Episode much. Episode four, One Against the Grain. Make sure you follow One Against the Grain on Instagram and subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe because yeah. we're taking it to the top. Yes, sir. We out. That's Shayla Bang. Brownie, we out. But he couldn't fight the minute demons he held till he finished screaming. Now this whole fucking country going up in smoke. And we ain't getting.